Hey. Hello. 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 It's the Island Shuffle, baby. We're back. Hey, can you believe it? It's episode number seven. Six, seven. <laughs> we already done seven. Wow, it's been seven whole it's weeks. It's been seven whole weeks. Seven whole episodes mm-hmm. of Lost I've watched. Yeah. Yes. At seven whole episodes, do you feel like you are starting to glean a greater picture of this magnificent show? Somewhat. I uh, What I've really realized is that the start of the show is good, mm-hmm. the middle of the show is middling, mm-hmm. and the end of the show is bad. <laughs> so, so, the realization most people have had, in other words. We haven't really learned anything too much too new. Uh, if this is your first time listening, the first of all, what the heck... Second of all, um, what we do in this show is we watch Lost out of order. Uh, we watch it not from front to back as you might normally if you were a normal person. And not from back to front if you're a kooky whack. If, if you're a Sam Hinkie. Um, but we just watch it as dictated by a random number generator. This week we watched... The Glass Ballerina, which is Season 3, Episode 2. Episode 51 in the entire series. Yes, exactly. And only a few episodes before the one we watched last week, which was Season 3, Episode 6. Episode, episode 56 50. in the... 57. 57, yeah. In the entire series. Yeah. Uh, so, in other words, we have an episode that's pretty similar to the one we just watched, but has a bit of new stuff, too. Uh, there's some interesting things going on here. We yeah. get to visit a couple new characters that we mm-hmm. haven't really seen much of to this point. Yes, this episode, not focused on our protagonist, Sawyer, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but Although it there is. there are some good moments. There, we, get, we, get, we, get, we get to see our protagonist, and he does some of his classic, classic japes and uh, tomfoolery. Um... But instead, in this episode, we travel to the wonderful country of Korea. Yeah, everyone's favorite country. We are hanging out with the two lovebirds <laughs> that we call Sun and Jin. Uh, Prince, would I call them main characters? I don't know. Hugo's having fun. Uh, Hugo's the cat that's running rampant in our apartment. So. Hugo, a.k.a. Hurley. Yes, Hurley. Hugo Reyes the cat. Hugo Reyes the cat. Uh, just like the, the Hurley on the island, Hugo is very uh, uh, mean and uh, hates me. What's that, Hugo? What's that? Where's Libby? What? What happened to Libby? What, Hugo? I miss Libby. <laughs> Why did Michael kill her? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Hugo. Yeah, it was rough. Sorry that your love interest died yeah. after a half of an episode while yeah. Sawyer gets to be in love with every single person. Yeah. Not in love. You can't. Can yeah, you ever really you, own a horse? Would you, <laughs> would you... Would you call it love if it's all oriented around briefcases full of money? Is that true love? <laughs> that's, that's modern. 21st century love, we call that. You, you know, so he was, in all of his uh, affection for Kate, he was just trying to wrangle up enough money for a briefcase. <laughs> to really propose, to really He was make trying it. to wrangle up enough briefcase for all mm. the money he mm. has. This mm. was the real problem. Listen. I love Sawyer, but this ain't a Sawyer episode. <laughs> We're talking about Sun and Jin, baby. Uh, here's a question. Yes. So, we use random.org, mm-hmm. a supposedly random number generator. This is what they claim. But, is it really random if 
Today we're talking about sun, mm-hmm. and it's the summer solstice, the day yes. with the most sun in the entire world. Yes, this is the... I think that it, there's gotta be a bit of that fate juice working at There's gotta be... Or, they must know what we're doing. They must know what's up. They see we're going from 1 to 120, and they're like, there's one reason that people... <laughs> There's only one purpose to generate such a number. <laughs> so let's make it count. Uh, so this episode also takes place at the start of season three, so it's a lot of the similar... Uh, like, Jack, Kate, and Sawyer are still being held prisoner by the others in the same place that they were last episode. It's good. It's week. fresh, though, at this point. Yeah, Jack this, is hmm. pouty. Jack is pouty. Jack is rebellious. Sawyer's got some fighting him, and he's assassin. Kate is, uh, you know, being Kate. Uh, doing what, what is Kate, Kate doing? Uh, she's like she's breaking rocks. She's breaking rocks. She's mm-hmm. sort of concerned for Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. That's mostly that's mostly it. You get some decent scenes out of this. Uh, you get Jack being very pouty. Um, very pouty. He must say like mm-hmm. twenty words in the whole episode. He does, well, he, he's on screen for probably he, a good he, eight minutes. He's not there for much, but he does get a killer last scene, which. Uh, Fuck it, this is lost out of order. Let's talk about that last fucking scene, because it's a good scene. I thought. I thought it was maybe the best scene of the episode. Hot take. Hot take uh, alert. It was a, uh, what happened in that scene? The the last scene is, uh, the old bug-eyed weirdo Ben, uh, (laughs) comes in and says, Hey Jack, I know I'm I'm holding you captive, but let me introduce myself. My name's Benjamin. I'm holding you hostage. I've lived on this island forever. The blue, the mm-hmm. Red Sox won the World Series. Exactly, it's that one. Uh, Jack is basically just like, "Fuck you! I don't. Why would I ever trust you? You're a, you're mean and weird looking." Uh, and and <laughs> and also and Jack and Ben basically is like, "We can help you. We can get you off this island if you uh, you know cooperate with us." Jack's like, "Fuck you! Yeah, right." And Ben pulls out the big guns to prove that he's got contact with the outside world. He says three important milestones of late 2004. He says that Bush got reelected. He says that Christopher Reeves passed away. And he says that the Red Sox won the World Series. Jack spits out his beverage. Mm-hmm. He goes, Pfft. Yeah, right. Next you're going to be telling me Donald Trump is going to get elected. Oh. Yeah, right. True. But then... Uh, Too true. But then uh, Ben has his AV club projectionist wheel in the class TV and play exactly and play exactly they, the, they play exactly the legal amount of baseball footage to prove that uh, <laughs> to prove that the Red Sox, Red Sox did in fact win the World Series. What were they gonna do if the Red Sox didn't win the World Series? I think it just worked out that way. Yeah. Well, um, I guess actually, yeah. For all intents and purposes, the show started in two thousand four. Yeah, exactly. But and here they've only spent sixty nine days on the island. Yes, yeah, sixty nine. You nice. heard that right. Nice, by the way. Nice. Not bad. Nice. <laughs> Um, um and but in reality this aired this would have been airing in 2006, 2006 2007 yeah exactly so and like that whole like that's why the Red Sox will never win the World Series that happens that would have probably aired by the time the Red Sox had won yeah, the World Series yeah that's so they, they they knew they knew J.J. Abrams knew about the baseball before after it had taken place. I know that... Okay, here's how I know I'm the worst type of nerd in the world. Because I... There's a part of me that gets I kill actually, people. Because, you know, because I, I'm the kind of nerd that commits murder. You know? I mean... 
everybody's that everybody's got their kind of nerdy. Uh, that's stuff. why the Blue Jays will never win the World Series because I'm a murderer. Um, but I my like there's a part of me that gets genuinely upset whenever people blame J.J. Abrams for things on this show because he wasn't even kind of he was like not that involved at all. Really? No. What did he do? He, he was a producer. He helped. Uh, he directed launch it. the star. He, he directed the pilot. Yeah. Uh, I think he directed like one random episode after. Uh, he was mostly involved in like getting the show off the ground, uh-huh. and then beyond that, not really at all. Holy shit! Yeah, J.J. Abrams is just like the pilot in the flight exactly. of Lost, exactly. and he did cr- a great he... job getting it off the ground. Absolutely, he did. And uh, then it crashed and burned. Absolutely, and like I'm not like <laughs> I don't want to like sound like I'm a big time like J.J. Abrams like defender. Like, I don't want to be like, look, don't ever say J.J. did anything wrong. But, like, I just, like, it just is, he's objectively not to blame for Lost is the thing. that's incredible. Does he not at this point have, like, a bit of a reputation for, like, starting things well and finishing them poorly? Uh, I don't think so. I think he just has a reputation for, like, I don't know, lens flare and, like, uh... What else did he do recently? He did Star Wars, but I know they're not, he's not doing the next two in that series. He did two, I think he did one of the Star Trek movies, too. He's done a lot of, like, the, like... The stars. The stars. Both the stars, um, the Martin star. Um, Did he direct that movie, My Favorite Martian? Do you know uh, that one? I, you know, I don't know if he did or not. I cannot safely rule it out. Uh, have you seen that movie? I saw it when I was, like, in my infancy. I made my parents, I'm sure I made my parents rent it. We at, should make a, a podcast about that movie, man. That movie is good. That's a good There'll be time enough for that once we plow through all. <laughs> <God>. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that came to me. I haven't thought about that movie in years, but now I just can't get it out of my mind. I'm thinking about that dancing suit. Comes <laughs> comes out of the washer machine and it's dancing. Oh I my did, goodness! I can t- safely tell you that I have n- like. <laughs> I have zero memories of that movie at all, except for that one that you just that you just unearthed, that you just excavated. Wow, I need to watch that movie so badly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh, okay, boy. okay. All right. So Jin and Sun. It's so hard to talk mm. about the auxiliary characters mm. in this show because they're so meaningless. They're super, like, in the grand scheme of things, don't really matter. Yeah, that's why we spent the first, like, ten, ten minutes, minutes just talking about... J.J. Abrams and My Favorite Martian. Uh-huh. But also, it's like, when we really engage in characters, we've only really engaged in characters that have mm. some sort of mm-hmm. bearing on mm. the continuation of the show. Mm-hmm. And Jin and Sun and Saeed, who is also featured pretty mm-hmm. uh, prominently in mm-hmm. this episode, they just. This is the first mm-hmm. time we've seen them. Like, yeah, how absolutely. can we care about these characters? Exactly. And, like, as far as the auxiliary characters go, I think they're, like, top of the, top of the heap. Because I think. I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Jin, Sun, and Saeed are in the show continuously from the beginning to the end. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I think we saw them at, in season six, mm-hmm. but in season six... There, Saeed is... Saeed was a, awful. Saeed is... He's a, a sad, zombie. He's a sad zombie. Yeah. Saeed. And... Uh, <laughs> Saeed. <laughs> uh, and Sun and Jin are also there. 
<laughs> but like, yeah. But they did do things. They did. They did something. What? I, okay. So. Yeah. Let's get. Let's get. Let's enough dillying. Enough dallying. We talked about that one really good scene at the end that I liked a lot. Uh, we <laughs> talked about literally nothing else in this episode. So. Um. Um, do you want to... Let's talk about the real time. Yeah. No, let's talk about the past time, because it happened earlier. Yeah, then yeah, Then we'll yeah, talk yeah. about the real yeah, let's time. Keep it, let's keep it chronological. So um, the past time story mm-hmm. with um, Jin and Sun mm-hmm. was all about how Sun had an affair with this bald man, mm-hmm. and then Jin... Mm-hmm. Or Sun's dad tells Jin to kill this bald man, mm-hmm. but doesn't tell him why. Yep. And then Jin almost kills him, and then the bald man presumably kills himself? I think that's what we're supposed to glean from that uh, scene, yeah. I think he's. I think it's implied that it's a suicide, but I think they might have also left it open. That like, Yeah, it seemed a little open, because it didn't seem to me like he would... I, I don't understand why he would have killed himself. Yeah, exactly. You all, like, I feel like, oh, you made it out. But also maybe he just got... That's how rattled he got. He, yeah, he he knows what a boss man's capable of. He's mm-hmm. like whatever. Uh, that's kind of like you did a very nice job of just concisely summing up all because <laughs> that whole thing takes place across like five or six scenes, and we see like uh, Baldi and Son they're in bed. And that's a really incredible. Story. A really remarkable scene. They're in bed. Uh, Baldi's like, I don't want to share you anymore. Let's move to America, you and me together. But then, Son's dad just barges in for the some reason. Dad walking in on an affair. Oh, dad. See, that is, I, I need to commend the show for that was, at least in my viewing experience, and I've been viewing for years mm-hmm. now, several years mm-hmm. of watching film and television. Mm. You've got those peepers? And you use them to consume all I, kinds of media. Yeah. Oh my God. I watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. I watch. I recently subscribed to Crave TV. Oh wow. I have a Netflix account. Wow. You got all the premium streaming services. Yeah, the streaming services. Hey. But um, I had never, to this point in my life, seen a uh, a scene where a parent walks in on their child's affair. Yeah, that's pretty buck wild. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty uh, efficient storytelling mm-hmm. is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Cut out the middleman. Just mm-hmm. put dad right in the bedroom. <laughs> just, just, just stick him right in there. Um, and for further context, since this is the first Sun and Jin episode we've talked about, pretty much their whole gist of their deal is uh, Jin and Sun, they loved each other for real once, but Sun's dad is a mobster guy. He's a mobster business guy. And he makes Jin do all sorts of heinous acts. And so that has put a, as it would, put a strain on their relationship. Uh, and it's also kind of coded in like a, a layer of very, uh, like, uh, East Asian kind of like, uh, hmm. There's a lot of talk about honor. Yes, exactly. A lot of talk about, what are the, what is that? No, it's mostly honor. Mostly honor, mostly yeah. Mostly honor. Uh, a lot of emphasis on family, I guess. Mm-hmm. An emphasis on there's a scene where Sun's dad really emphasizes to Jin like mm-hmm. you're my son now you're mm-hmm. married to my daughter you're my son mm-hmm. and basically uses that as an excuse for like now you have to kill people whenever yeah. I ask you to exactly. which 
I don't know. My dad does ask me to do that sometimes, yeah. so yeah. I get it. But at the same time, uh, yeah. I, he's never asked me to kill a bald man before. Exactly. Yeah, he's asked me to kill like just people with all kinds of hair. Yeah, exactly. But a bald man? I draw the line. You got to draw the line somewhere. And mm-hmm. uh, you know what? If I I I I I I can tell I can tell you're still shit tricking up my I I uh I yeah Hey murder's hard if there's one thing about loss it's that murder is hard True Mhm murder isn't easy guns are important and Sawyer loves to smooch As a nerd who that's incredible As a nerd who murders you would know a nerder Nerderer. Mm. <laughs> Two can play at that game. They can, and and they and nobody wins. No, ah, oh, the good listeners at at home, or, mm-hmm. or maybe you're on the bus, maybe you're riding your bike. Take those headphones out. Yeah, because you're because you're gonna lose either way. <laughs> um, you mentioned though, just to go back to yeah. uh, Sawyer for a yeah, second. Yeah, 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 our favorite boy. You mentioned that Sawyer smooches in this episode, mm-hmm. which is very important detail. I think. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta keep an eye on the protagonist. Obviously. Yeah, we need to. I think the the good listeners at home definitely need an update mm-hmm. as to the sexual activity of our friend James Sawyer. Yes. And don't worry, Sawyer is uh, mm. he's he's still he's mm. still uh, being Sawyer. He's being Sawyer. He spends most of this episode. Uh, Quite horny. <laughs> I was the closest to a spit take that I've been in a very long time. I definitely there was almost some uh, fine Belle Hublon all over your wall. Man, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that it wasn't that funny then. I'm glad that it was just unfunny enough for you to react viscerally to it. But not that was funny. Good. But not funny enough for you to lose your lunch. So Sawyer's very horny Sawyer's in this just, episode. Oh he's uh he's just ogling mm. Kate while mm. she's breaking rocks. Kate's breaking rocks. Kate's like hunched, wearing this sweaty old dress, the same dress she wore in the last episode we watched. True, um, she's been been wearing that for days now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the they're like prison guard or whatever is like Kate's like you don't expect me to work in this. And the prison guard's like, well, you can, <laughs> you can, you can take it off if you like. And then Sawyer gives, uh, gives Kate this incredibly horny look. A really great a, Sawyer smirk. Incredibly horny look. But then, so, but then Sawyer gets caught giving that look and immediately switches that term on and goes, how dare you, sir? And that's our just classic scam, Sawyer. Looking at women, then realizing, oh, maybe I shouldn't look at, maybe I shouldn't be so horny all the time. I don't have my briefcase of money with me. I don't have my briefcase of money with me, so I may as well keep playing that long con. Uh, And then later in the episode, he just drops his pickaxe and walks over and goes to smooch Kate anyway. And the reason is just like, I wanted to give him something to get mad about, but... We've we've seen them bone down. We know this. We know the truth. <laughs> we know they're about to get. That's what we call get busy dram- in the cages. That's what we call dramatic irony. Um. So was that the first time at this point in the show that Sawyer and Kate had smooched? You know, I don't think so. I think that yeah. there's a. I can recall a smooch happening in season one. I think. Ooh, the old season one smooch. Yeah. When are Sawyer and Jack gonna smooch? Ah, uh, in my fucking dreams. That's when. 
In my in my head canon, they're always if always if, they're always moving off, off camera. Anytime they are like, if, if if ever you see a scene of them like walking in a group when they go off camera, you know they're you know they're making eyes. <laughs> Ah, they butt heads if you know what I mean. Oh, they do. They butt butts. <laughs> they head heads, but then yeah. uh, they got cut off. Yeah, um, that's not. You, I mean, you can't. You can't air that on ABC. I <laughs> so I. So I get it. Um, um, what else? What else have we got going on? Should we go back to Jin and Sun? Uh, yeah, let's talk about the like primary uh, island plot. Ah, uh, yes. Jin and Sun. So Jin and Sun and their friend Saeed are hanging out on a boat offshore, and they're, they have a smoke signal going, waiting for Kate and Jack and Sawyer to show up. They don't really know that they've been captured yet. You know what I like? Mm-hmm. That, and I didn't realize this while watching it, mm-hmm. but there's this smoke signal going, and they say, like, it's been going for a day or so now. Mm-hmm. So what? They just lit a fire yeah. and then went on a boat for an entire day, and the signal is still, like, billowing yeah, still, up in this incredible it's still really going yeah that uh, just seems like too long it's very bizarre what were they doing for their whole time <laughs> just hanging out playing cards playing cards oh my uh, goodness Jin, you know Jin doesn't really uh, speak English very, very much at all uh, Sun has to serve as their translator between Jin and Saeed it's there is a funny scene in this episode where mm-hmm. so apparently for some reason Sun wasn't going to go on the boat with them maybe mm-hmm. it was I I don't know I don't want to mm-hmm. speculate yeah absolutely. as to why she wasn't going to go on the boat it's not to us to speculate exactly it's to J.J. Uh, J. Abrams because mm-hmm. he uh, intricately yes. Uh, yes. created he, the entirety yes. of this show yes. from he, start to finish yes. he well, he he spent years weaving this twisted <laughs> tapestry together. <laughs> he spent years making the pretzel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so there's, they allude to the fact that Sun wasn't going to go on the boat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you know why I actually came on the boat? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to be separated from you. Mm-hmm. She says that to Jin. Mm-hmm. But, like, that is such a moot point when yeah. you're on a show and everyone is like, no, you two just can't be on screen, not together. Yeah, like, that's the whole... Saeed and Jin can't talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. That's the, like, it's absolutely a plot thing. Yeah. Like, at least at least later in, at least later in the show, like, when they had the pilot character who exists just to be the pilot, uh-huh. they are at least, like, open about, like, well, good thing I can fly a plane. Finally, I'm here to be useful. Exactly. It's like, instead of, like, here they have to mask it with, like, oh, it's because I, I love... I love my husband. And it's like, well, no, it's because you can't have a scene without... without exactly. You. It's Yeah, exactly. It's because mm-hmm. they couldn't have story. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have driving forward story. Absolutely. And if the two characters involved cannot mm-hmm. communicate in any way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's their kind of, like, Sun and Jin are, for most of the show, kind of a package deal. Although they spend the back, like, quarter of the show separated. Um, but for the most part, they spend, like, they're pretty much inseparable, and their whole plots are just like, how are we gonna, how are we gonna live to, we're the only people who don't really speak English on the island, how are we gonna get by? Also, we love each other, but our marriage is complicated by, by mob stuff, so what are we gonna... It's tough being the only married couple on mm-hmm. the island. Actually, yeah, can confirm. As That's a, really as a, surprising. As a married couple on an island. Um, 
I am pleased to confirm that yes, it's not easier. <laughs> uh, but also, yeah, I, uh, I think they're like that's the kind of their whole arc is like they're like really unhappy at the start, and the fact that they're isolated from everybody uh-huh. else makes it harder. Uh, but they learn to you know the island makes fools of us all, and they learn to love each other again. I feel like I've been on several planes in my life. Mm-hmm. And there have usually been a lot of married couples. Yeah. Like, sure. I, I feel like, well, especially in, like, a plane, mm-hmm. it's not... If you're on the bus, you know, that's mm-hmm. a lot of single people. Yeah, single yeah, yeah. people take the bus, but when yeah, you get married... Yeah, you take the bus when you got no attachments. <laughs> exactly. The bus is where you go to meet someone. Yeah. <laughs> the bus is where you can feel free to dip at any moment. If you're single and you Commitment don't want to meet someone, mm-hmm. you take a cab. Mm-hmm. But if you're married mm-hmm. and you're with the person that you love, mm-hmm. or at least the person that you're married to, um, you're you're flying that plane. You're flying in a plane. Maybe if you're young, you're taking the train. But you're flying. <laughs> but you're flying that plane, um, and that's a great point. And I would like to remind you that I think that flight had several passengers on it, of which only forty eight survived. So that, so maybe all the married people died except Sun and Jin. Married people die. Yeah. I guess the other the other obvious mm. uh, conundrum head with the representation of mm. the people on that flight are mm. that one Australian. Yeah. Out of forty eight people one on Aust- a flight yeah. from Australia. One Australian survived. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I also just remembered that there is another married couple on the flight. Who's that? Uh, I don't think we've seen either of those characters at all yet. Rose and Bernard. Oh, I remember Rose and Bernard. They're yes, nice, but they're nice. Yeah, they're nice, but they they're just incredibly got married. They're they're barely married, uh, and they're like incredibly auxiliary characters. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they're really there for like mm-hmm. they're feel good characters. Yeah, exactly. They're wholesome characters. They don't their their problems are not like I committed murder or I'm part of the mob or my dad hates me, uh, which are the three lost backstory plots. I'm pretty sure. Um, you can condense mob and murder into one. So it's either like I'm atoning for my sins or my dad is mad at me. Uh, those are the two backstories. Uh, but Rose and Bernard are just like nice and there. But we have actually not seen them at all yet. So it's kind of disingenuous to get into it's that. It's really funny that we're talking about that. Yeah. It's really funny. It's just such a testament to mm. how. I don't know. Just the show, yeah. through its uh, through its structure mm-hmm. and the structure of intensely focusing on certain characters mm-hmm. at certain moments, mm-hmm. or devoting certain episodes to mm-hmm. characters, makes you really go. I want to. I want to see these. I want to see someone else right now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And 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 like the way that we're watching it too, sort of puts into picture how. What characters are actually important and what mm. characters are not important? Mm. Because the ones that are important, mm. we're constantly seeing, mm. no matter what, the, mm-hmm. no matter what's going on mm. on the island. He loves, no matter, yeah, Sawyer, Kate, Jack. Those are the biggest boys of all. We got Locke as Locke well. Locke well. around a lot. Locke is another. <coughs> pardon me. Locke is another big player. I feel like that's it. Those are the big four. Those um, are the. The big four. Mm-hmm. So they, those are going to be the faces on Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. after this podcast is finished mm-hmm. and people have rediscovered what yeah. they loved about Lost. Exactly. So people are going to be like, fuck those shitty presidents. Let's redo that whole thing and make it... Uh, the important people. The important people in, in life. Locke, Jack, Sawyer, and Kate. Um, so let's 
get back to the plot of the thingy. <laughs> the so eventually Said kind of figures out that like you know what? I think the others let's 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 get a let's get some crazy harebrained scheme going. I'm pretty sure that Jack and the others got captured by the others. So what do you say we double up this smoke fire and lure the others and then we'll have him ambushed. Uh, which is a crazy plan because it's your three people and like you have like two like pistols and yeah. up until now the others have been an almost supernatural force of uh, fuckery. Like and they and they have successfully captured mm. all of the main characters yeah. of your show. Exactly. <laughs> um, like Saeed's like, I'm gonna take hostages and we're gonna do it. And obviously that does not go well at all. Um, it uh, it was a really bad plan because mm-hmm. it was just very easily foiled. Mm-hmm. But it I was think very easily foiled. Saeed and like Jin are like camping out in the trees and they're like keeping a watch. And then, like, it just cuts to the boat, and the others are just there. They just, they just, just went there. to the boat instead of going to the ambush. Yeah, exactly. They they, they knew what was up. They were like, yo, I, I see that they have smoke signals here. Also, okay, that's another problem that mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I didn't realize this until now. But mm-hmm. So, when they were out on the boat, let's yes. say it was 2 p.m. that day. Sure. They had a big smoke signal. Yeah. And then Saeed's plan was we're going to go back to that island that the smoke signal is on, mm-hmm. and we're going to make a smoke signal, yep. and the others are going to come. Yeah, we're going to make a bigger smoke signal. <laughs> we're going to make an even bigger smoke signal. Like, why, yeah, why would the others not have just been lured there already? From the first smoke signal, yeah. you're just doing the same thing again. Exactly. Einstein said it's a bad idea. Yeah, man. Einstein said if you, if you judge a fish on its ability to read a book... Then you know what? We're all illiterate. Einstein got it right <laughs> yet again. They don't call him Einstein for nothing. They don't. Yeah, exactly. They named him after a real smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so it's. I'll be honest. This episode wasn't. Okay, wait. Before we get into how we feel about this episode, there's mm-hmm. one more thing I want to highlight, which is that. We, the audience, knows all episode that the other's plans is to take this boat. And the reason we know is because we get a really incredible scene where uh, Ben is guiding, like, uh, he basically learns that, like, someone comes up to them and is like, hey, uh, we just found out that they're just hanging out on a boat by the shore, uh, and they have a boat. They could find us. What do you want us to do? And Ben goes, well, gather up some people and go... Uh, and go get him. And he and the lady leaves. And just before she leaves, Ben says, "I want that boat." <laughs> In a really good yeah. delivery. And then the lost theme happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want that boat. I want that boat. I love Ben's delivery of that line, and it will be. I want edited. that boat. I want that boat. I want that boat. So Ben wants that boat, and then they get that boat because their ambush completely ben fails. Ben wanted it. Uh, it is worth Ask noting. Asking you shall receive, Ben. That's in the Bible. Uh, it is worth noting. Uh, Sun shoots someone on the boat, but uh, doesn't prevent the boat from getting stolen. Sadly. No, the boat gets stolen with Sun on it yeah. after she shoots someone, and then oh, she jumps Sun? off the boat. 
Some, oh no, yeah, she does come off the boat. She right? was she was on the boat mm-hmm. when it was initially being stolen. Right, but she 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 left. Right. Um, uh, yeah, she does shoot someone. She shoots it's someone. Kind of anticlimactic. And I want to point out that that someone is the wife of the guy of who was beating up of the guard. mean guard yeah. who was beating up Sawyer in the last episode and almost uh-huh. killed him. Uh huh. So, it so it's all together. Sun's fault. It's all Sun's fault. So in this episode, Sun has an affair with a bald man. Yes. And then that bald man dies. Mm-hmm. And what does she do after all that? Mm-hmm. Kills a lady. Absolutely. This so is, it's a very good like. Remember how we watched that Kate episode and it was like, okay, you guys are really spinning your wheels on how to make this whole fugitive thing, how to make how to contrive drama out of this uh-huh. fugitive thing. Uh, this doesn't feel as egregious uh-huh. as Kate's stuff. But it still has that air of like, okay, here we go again. The boys there's are a, back at it. There's a definite theme of the writers not being very mm-hmm. good at forming female characters. Yes, that is true. And I think there might also be a theme of the writers not being great at forming non-white characters. Yeah, that well, that's, is that is incredibly apparent that throughout is, the whole backstory. Yes. Thing. Um, it's... Uh, uh, sort of awkward, very clunky. People seem to mm. be formed on stereotypes. Yeah. Not very, which I mean, I guess a lot of other characters are too. Yeah, we a do lot have of the, to acknowledge like that. A like lot Sawyer of the, is a stereotype. Sawyer is a stereotype. Like, but like, and also full disclosure, we're two white guys. Well, uh, one white guy, one non, one white non-binary person, uh, and we are not good at we are not necessarily the most equipped people to be talking about uh-huh. this sort of thing but we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that uh, at the time I remember thinking that this show was had a diverse cast because uh-huh. it was a mostly but like looking back it's clearly just tokenism kind of. oh absolutely it's like because it's like because it's all white and then like you have uh, uh, African American man and his son uh, Korean couple uh, Iraqi and actually is that it? That is it. I mean, Echo's African American too. Um, no, Echo's actually just uh, Nigerian. Echo's African, just plain old African. Um, I think, but I think that's actually it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but like at the time, that like for me uh, as a young uh, white teen, that was like whoa. Wow. Cool. That is that is really interesting. Just the idea that and. And plus the fact that, like, their backstory is in, like, straight-up unsubtitled Korean. Or no, yeah. no, it is subtitled. <laughs> it is subtitled. I need to clarify that it is so subtitled incredible. Korean. So incredible. It would be just ideal. Straight just up. Just no nonsense. I love the idea that that was going on, and oh. we did not address it to this oh. point. <laughs> oh, man. I think that, you know what? It would be better if it was uh, unsubtitled. Just, like... You just kind of got to feel out what's going on. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, you great. can see, you can see mm-hmm. the action. But I also and mentioned I mean, that it would be good that, I would, it would also be good if the Korean that they were speaking was unrelated to the subtitles, was just pure mm-hmm. nonsense. They were just like saying like the lyrics to Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. I think oh that'd be great. Oh my god. I think that'd be fun, but... Uh, Anyone can yeah. recognize those uh, lyrics in any language. Uh, exactly. That, I mean, that's the universal language. Um... <laughs> Uh, sorry, you were saying before I interrupted you to tell my good smooth joke. Um, what was I saying? Just no. Um, I don't know. It is just interesting to think about the fact that 
looking back, these characters are clearly just token minorities, mm-hmm. and none of the main characters are are of any type of minority. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate is the only female main character, and yes. I would argue might have the most character flaws. True. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's uh, most like, shows have yeah, these is, problems. Yeah, this is not most the, shows are written and yeah, made is, and executed by white guys. Absolutely, this is not a show. This is not a problem exclusive to Lost. But also, I remember at the time, I I myself touted this, and I also heard it touted elsewhere that like this is a wow. Can you believe how much ground this show is breaking? But like. You know, shrug. Also, and like mm-hmm. from from especially from a present day perspective, and especially yeah, you mentioned the women too. I mean, Kate's a murderer. Claire is pregnant and then just there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Juliet is. Uh, Juliet. Juliet's okay. fine. Juliet's alright. Yeah, Juliet's Juliet. fine. Um, um, there's, there's, that's not all the female characters. No, I guess son. Son is yeah. not great. There is Sayid's girlfriend who gets killed. Yeah, yeah, she um, does. Um, uh... and aside from that, there's Rose. Rose yeah. is Rose is as effective as Bernard is. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, not great, not great. Lost. Um, and like especially when you, uh... and it's like the problem with the ensemble cast. It gets amplified when you try to do that, which is like you want to have all these characters be fleshed out, but there's only so much you can really do. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's completely true. And you can mm-hmm. tell, too, with specific characters where their their stories are supposed to be less familiar to an American audience, mm-hmm. like Sun and Jin's story, mm-hmm. or like Saeed's story, mm-hmm. in comparison to, like, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, although his story is interesting, he was a rock star and a mm. drug addict. Mm. It's like people are at least familiar with that type of narrative, mm. and it seems, I don't know, more based in some sort of reality than, um, I don't know, the Sun and Jin thing is just a very yeah, bizarre, feels, like Korean mm, mobster. It feels very. Uh, it's it's very much its own thing it, relative to all the other like backstories that we see. And then again, the uh, the Saeed thing with like yeah, Saeed's whole backstory is also very uh, uh, steeped in stereotypes. Uh huh. Like Iraqi army, he's torturing people. Yeah, all he's the torturing time, people. Which, like, just... else, but like outside of his backstory, he's a pretty well-rounded character, uh, all things considered. But like his backstory really lays it on. Uh, but we can we can talk about Saeed's backstory when we get to a Saeed episode. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I cannot wait either. Um, what'd you think of the glass ballerina as a whole episode, as it a was, whole beast? It was fine. It had entertainment value. Mm-hmm. It uh, it had its moments. Um, Sawyer's, <laughs> I think Sawyer is sort of the mm-hmm. real crown jewel of the show. Oh no, there's no denying that he sasses his way through everything, and he's a lovable meanie. About and. I mean, but but the the fact that this was our first episode, aside from the Richard one, that mm. really focused on a more auxiliary character. We also show. had that uh, Echo episode too. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess auxiliary characters that sort of stick around for long. Yeah, 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 Because yeah. Echo has a season. Yeah. Richard has a season. Uh, but Sun and Jin are the first guys who are like there. 
outside of like the like they're not like a like a A team cast, but they're like in the they're still throughout the whole show, but they're still you know you, know, you get like you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was interesting, but I think watching it not in continuation, you definitely get the sense that these characters aren't important and whatever's happening in their lives Mm -hmm. is going to have no bearing on the future of Mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, that isn't the best thing in a TV show, I would say. It's not great. Here's what I want to bring up to you. Uh, And I guess, you know, I may as well bring it up now. Why not? Um, The first three seasons of the show and the last three seasons of the show are very tonally different. Uh-huh. And there's a reason for that. That's because around around now-ish, around the start of season three, the writers realized we can't really just keep spinning our wheels forever. Uh-huh. So they went to, I think this was the showrunners that did this, uh, Lindelof and Hughes. Um, they went to ABC and they ended up striking a deal where they were like, okay, six seasons and that's it. Really? And, instead, yeah. of, instead of just like, we're just going to, keep getting renewed every year, which at the time was the traditional way you did dramas. Um, Uh They basically said, nope, we're going to do it at six seasons so that we can uh, tell a story relatively speaking on our own terms. And we need to be able to sort of wrap it up. Exactly. We need to know where the middle is. Exactly. We need to know when we're getting closer to the end. We can't keep introducing all these threads, and we also can't keep, you know telling like how many more times can we tell the Kate is a fugitive story it's uh-huh. um like probably a good 10 15 more times. <laughs> probably a good you can you can milk that cow for a long while but that's why there's as a result of it there's a very uh distinct shift between the first three seasons and the last three oh, seasons oh i didn't realize that and yeah. i like, just like in the cuz i think season 4 onward is when we start dealing with flash forwards and uh-huh. flash sideways and shit like that it's when they start really getting like it starts go- veering away from like a show about people trying to get off the island and like dealing with their past guilt uh-huh. and it becomes more like a just straight up action adventure show about a wacky island a wacky island mm-hmm. and all its friends and all its friends and the friends they make along the way I just wanted to bring that up and I think that's worth yeah that's a really good point sure. and it, it sort of gives me perspective for the future and yeah, absolutely perspective to you the listeners for uh, every every day every just I want you to take that nugget of information um, and remember all of hey, it all of it and remember it in your triest times but I also just think that's interesting because like it just is so like it's just like wait you're telling me they had time for the last three seasons uh-huh. then what is why is season six so fucking weird why, why is it that way it yeah why it's... is it that way um anyways which season was the writer's strike season that was season four unfortunately okay. and you can tell when the writer's strike happens because it's kind of like you can tell it's kind of like accelerating something and then like the last like five episodes of it are just like Fuck shit! Oh my god! Just like all, everything just kind of happens all of a sudden, uh-huh. and it's really, it's really kind of crazy. The writers' strike would be. I would really like to analyze mm-hmm. the writers' strike strike seasons of several different shows, yeah. and then analyze the season um, immediately after, mm-hmm. and talk about. I think specifically. Mm-hmm. 
um, shows having to reel themselves yeah. back in mm-hmm. from and a lackluster season. Yeah, from a season that got kind of decimated, unfortunately. Um, well, guess what? Season five is an interesting case study in that. Um, <laughs> have we watched a season five yet? We have not. We have not watched season four or five yet. Those are the two wow. untouched seasons as of yet. Okay, good. Those are. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched any of those mm-hmm. yet, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to hop right in. Absolutely, there. we'll get there someday if the if the gods will let us. Um, that's been the show. Before we say goodbye for real, I want to say this is the first episode we're recording where we actually have an RSS feed up and we're actually up on iTunes and up on Google Play and all that stuff. We're on your devices. But if you're listening, you probably don't know that. Um, Basically, a good dear friend of mine, Matt Ribeiro, uh, shout out to Matt. um, Shout out to Matt GameCube. Um, He was kind enough to allow us to use his WordPress free of charge. Uh, And so... Uh, we're using his WordPress as an RSS feed, um, but we've also already recorded six episodes at this point, and I don't want to just put all six up at once in the interest of, you know, like, I'm, he, he's like, hey, use my server for free, and I'm like, cool, here's all this to upload right now, and I'm like, and like obviously, no. Hey, here's a big job for you. Yeah, it's like, no, no thanks. Um, so, uh, but that all, that has the added benefit of giving us a six-week cushion. Uh-huh. Uh, but it also means that we are recording this on June 21th. In the future. In uh, the past. In the past. We're in the past. We don't even know what shit's gone down in the coming month. Have uh, the Red Sox won the World Series? Has, has George Bush been reelected? <laughs> has Jeb Bush been elected? That's the real. <laughs> That's yeah. Give me, give me that. Oh, you know, you know what meme I really love for some reason? What that meme of like it's the Electoral College and it's all and it's like Hillary zero, Trump zero, Jeb one hundred, and it's overlaid with a pic of Jeb Bush <laughs> like with his arms outstretched. It's such a it's. Uh, not to not not that Jeb Bush is anyone decent or anything. I was just, thinking mm. about Jeb Bush yesterday. And yeah. Um, remember that fun month where it was like, well, I guess this guy's gonna make it. Remember well, that? Remember that innocent month? Yeah, when he seemed like a, uh, mm-hmm. a realistic threat mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. before shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about Jeb Bush maybe two days ago. Yeah. Now. And I was thinking about how, like, this guy is so successful on paper. Just Mm -hmm. has, like, a wildly successful politician in so many ways. Mm -hmm. It was a realistic consideration for him to become president of Mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's ever been anyone who has experienced so much political success or, like, has been such a public figure that also everyone can just agree... Like is such a fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. He just—he seems. I don't know. You almost I, feel bad for the guy. I absolutely. That's exactly it. Even like I, I think that he's. Uh, I think politically he's uh, a shitty dipshit. But, <laughs> but <laughs> not to say that I want yeah. him to. No, ab- absolutely him. not. But like seeing him, like seeing his campa- campaign, man, oh man, you thought. Here, here's the twist. We're not just going from a month from the past. We're all the way back in 2016, baby. Yeah, Blow your mind. Hypothetical political situations. Yeah. Hot Jeb Bush takes in your area. 
my god, but no, I just picture him at like Thanksgiving dinner with like no. his brother, former president of the United States. Don't and his do this dad, to me. Former president of the United States, and they're all just like making fun of him. Oh, he definitely does get made fun of a lot. Oh, well, that's what you that's what you get when you're born into a shitty political dynasty. True. You gotta you gotta I don't know. Fucking go sleep in your fucking pile of money and then go fucking kill some more poor people while you're at it <laughs> hot take <laughs> on that note <laughs> on that fun note <laughs> the island shuffle <laughs> the island shuffle uh, apparently it's a political podcast where I shit on Jeb Bush that's incredible I think that was a really great way to <sighs> I don't know I can't say anything more about it it's uh, gone on too long yeah I think so uh, let's end with our classic sign off catchphrase uh, eat the rich and, <laughs> and yeah. get lost. Oh.